This is the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches Goins and Quick, brought to you by the United States Basketball Association, the leader in youth basketball, usbahoops.com. Now, get ready to chop it up with your hosts, Coaches G and Q, for the real talk in sports. I hope everybody's had a fantastic day. Coach Quick, what's popping in your world? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's popping with Coach Q? Well, Coach Q is so excited about our very special guest tonight via telephone. Man, I feel like I'm posted up inside the Deanie Smith Center waiting on a, a spectacular Tar Heel to come through and chop it up with Coach G and Coach Q. So after this short break, Coach G and I are going to come right back with our very special guest. So make sure those sneakers are laced up tight. Listening to Coaches G and Q chopping it up. All right, we're back in. Listen, I know you had time to call somebody and tell them the GQ Coaches Show is on. Coach Quick is locked and loaded. Coach, I know you're going back down Tobacco Road, so I'm going to let you drive. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to some and present to others. He is a Tar Heel and was a member of the 2009 National Championship team. He's also the 2018 Macedonian League champion. Put those hands together and welcome to the GQ Coaches Show, Marcus Gignard. Coach G, Coach Q, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate y'all having me. Hope y'all doing well. Oh, man, I tell you what, uh, Mr. Gignard, we are so excited to have on none other than Marcus Gignard. Coach Quick, I'm telling you, well, let me put it this way. If you don't mind, I'm gonna, we, we, we're on first-name basis, so I'm going to say, Mark, you, here's the thing. Coach Quick, is the, he's the mailman. They they say Carl Malone might have been the original one, but one thing about Coach Quick you're going to find out, uh, uh, Mr. Guinea, is that he always delivers. You Carolina guys, you answer the call, and we certainly, certainly appreciate and we're so excited to have you on. And before I kick it over to Coach Quick, we just want to give a shout-out to our title sponsor as we get into Set the Table segment, and that is brought to you by usbahoops.com, the leader in youth basketball tournaments and camps. Coach Quick, you are sitting center court in the Dean Smith Center. What is the first question for our guest tonight? Absolutely. Marcus, I'd just like for you to tell our listening audience who Marcus Ginyard is. Gosh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's a long one, but you know I'll keep it short. You know I'm 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 just a gosh, just a, a kid with a dream, a kid from just outside of Washington D.C. who you know was lucky enough to, to have parents and, and and family that 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 pushed them and that believed in them and was able to live out a dream and, and play at the University of North Carolina. Was able to find some great success there, and and I think more than anything was was really lucky and fortunate enough to to be able to use that experience at the University of North Carolina and that education to, to, to travel the world, to, to play basketball professionally, and, and then to kind of, you know, make a, a you know, a, a transition over into the business world and, and, you know, starting to kind of build my second career um, in, in commercial real estate. And so, um, gosh, just a, a kid with a dream that, you know, again, had great support around him and, you know, put in the work and, and you know, was lucky to have a couple things fall his way and, and get to live out his dream. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, you start at Bishop O'Connell High School in Arlington, Virginia, for for the legendary Joseph Wooten. For four years, you, you were a starter. You left there leaving with 116 wins to only 19 losses during your tenure. 
three Virginia Independent School Division One state championships, MVP of the Armour Bra Invitational, MVP of the GlaxoSmithKline Holiday Invitational, first team all Metro by the Washington Post, first team all Northern Virginia, uh, Virginia Independent Schools Player of the Year and Gatorade Player of the Year. Outstanding body of work at uh, Bishop O'Connell. So now my next question for you is, what was the recruiting process like for you coming out of high school? Well, you know, I was lucky to have an older brother um, who was a great player in his own right. Um, played at Paul the Sixth High School and, um, you know, got to see him go through that recruiting process with, with college schools. And, um, you know, I saw how, kind of how stressful that was for him in his junior and senior years of high school. And so, I knew that I, I didn't want to have that stress if it was if it was possible, you know, to avoid that stress. And, and I was very lucky to, to be in a position where I had a lot of interest early and was able to go on a few visits, you know, um, as I was younger, um, even before the official visits could be taken. You know, I took a, a few unofficial visits um, and, and really was able to, 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 to find a, a good fit for me and was able to get offered a scholarship by my dream school in North Carolina. And so... Um, was very fortunate to, to commit to North Carolina after my sophomore year in high school. And so was really able to kind of lead the charge and kind of write my own story in terms of my recruiting process and only going to the schools where I had a, a, a big interest. Um, and, and, yeah, just getting, again, getting that offer at a young age and being able to kind of turn that page of the book early and get to focus on, you know, one school and, and just kind of enjoying the rest of my high school uh, basketball career and my high school experience, you know, with my friends. So uh, we was very lucky to get that decision made uh, early. Wow, that's big time. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you for the next topic. Man, I don't I don't know if I'm worthy to be in this conversation. You, you Tar Heel guys are, are bringing some heat tonight. But listen, I certainly appreciate you taking uh, taking those questions, uh, Marcus. And here's why. Tell our listening audience. You, you committed when you were a sophomore. So I want to make sure uh, the young guys that's listening, and, and what a great, great way to kind of not, I, I'm going to use the phrase, put it on the back burner to focus in on high school. But if you don't mind, take us to the first time you went Chapel Hill and you came out of that tunnel and you saw them footprints down there. What was that about? Man, that's a uh, cast. That's just such an incredible feeling to yeah, to be able to put that jersey on, to be able to represent that university, to be able to be a part of that tradition, to, to run out that tunnel. Um, to hear that fight song playing, to see 23,000 fans. Um, you know, it's just, uh, again, it's, it's a dream come true. You know, I think that for, for a lot of kids who are, are, are lucky enough to, to be around the program or to, to watch games or, you know, I mean, even just to see these games on TV, I think you get a, a, a good, you know, kind of overview of the, the energy in the building and, 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 you know, what it means to, to play for North Carolina. So it's really just an incredible experience. And, um yeah, you almost get you know getting goosebumps just thinking about it and, and talking about those those days as a as an eighteen year old and getting to experience that. So, um, gosh, it's, it's just one of those things where you know just kind of puts a smile on your face to talk about. I understand, Coach Quick, man. You know what I was impressed by what uh, Marcus's answer was. What's that? We well, said there's twenty three thousand people screaming in there, right? How how about how many players can can know what, what the seating capacity in the in the Dean E. Smith Center? And I and I and I know most most Carolina guys are dialed in like that, but we certainly appreciate them taking us down there, Coach Quick. I see you. I, I see you got your man sealed in the post. What you got? Absolutely, um, Marcus. You were a part of a special class that included Tyler Hansbro, Bobby Fraser, Danny Green. 
Mike Copeland, and yourself. Talk to us about that class and coming in behind a team that had just won the national championship in 2005. Um, well, you know, one thing that, you know, I'd like to start off by saying is, you know, all of us are still very close friends to this day. I was actually just with Mike Copeland a couple of days ago um, at the Boston College game in, in, in Chapel Hill. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see a, all of those other guys here in the next couple of months. Um, I'll see Danny in Memphis soon. Uh, Bobby and I are going up to Cincinnati to see one of our former teammates, uh, coach uh, at Cincinnati. Um, so it's, you know, the, the mindset of that group was, I think, very different than, you know, maybe what we see now or what we've even seen in the past, you know, a group of guys that, that all committed well before we knew North Carolina was even a, a candidate to win the national championship. So a group of guys that, that came in thinking that there was going to be some pretty darn good players playing ahead of them, uh, or, or that we'd be, you know, battling out for minutes. And so, um, a group of guys that understood what it means to, to learn from the older generation, to, to go through the process of just getting better as a player. Um, and, and then, you know, we were all surprised to, to see that, I mean, obviously they had a great team, but again, at the beginning of that season, nobody thought that North Carolina would win the championship. And so to see them win the championship and then to see those guys leave and create a space for us to play earlier than most of us had uh, had imagined. I mean, Tyler obviously was, you know, someone who, who would likely have gotten a ton of minutes regardless. But, you know, for some of the other guys, um, you know, we weren't expecting to, to be in a role where we were going to be starting our freshman years or, or playing heavy minutes our freshman year. And so um, I think one of the big things about that group is just a group of guys that that, that understood that we were going to come in, we were going to work hard, we were going to stick together, and we were going to really, um, you know, be there for each other in, in trying to win a national championship. All those guys had in our mind that they wanted to come to North Carolina to win a championship. Yes, we wanted to play at the next level. Yes, we wanted to, to get better as players. But um, I think we all really just wanted a piece of uh, that tradition of winning which I think makes us pretty special. Absolutely. You know what, Marcus? I didn't expect you to answer that question any other way but that way because as a family, that family atmosphere in Chapel Hill that we, that, and I'm going to say we, that we established because I feel like I'm a part of the Tar Heel family each and every day that I wake up. Uh, I feel like I'm a part of that that team as well. And, uh, man, I just tell you, you as, as freshmen, you guys came in and played, but you had a tremendous, tremendous senior leader in David Noel. You guys had an outstanding um, freshman season. Hey, I mean, it was just truly special. So touch on that just a little bit. You know, I am so, so very grateful that you mentioned David Noel's name because that's another thing that, you know, I typically always like to touch on. Um, but whereas a lot of folks, you know, um, you know, kind of forget about that. And, and we would not have had the success that, that we had in 2007, 8, and 9 had it not been for uh, the leadership of David Noel. And I also want to kind of point out other guys like, Byron Sanders and, and Wes Miller and Quentin Thomas, you know, guys that were, were on that team before we got there that really, um, you know, taught us what it meant to work hard, what it meant to, to be a team, what it meant to, you know, to really honor the North Carolina uniform. And, um, you know, I, I think that we owe, you know, a, a great deal of gratitude to those guys, um, you know, for, for showing us the way. Yes, sir. Coach D, kicking it over to you. Man, I tell you what, when he dropped West Mill in there, I had, I, Coach Quick, I thought about, I thought about Fifth Third Arena and them Cincinnati Bearcats, and yeah, uh, absolutely. you know, so we just wish uh, 
uh, Coach Miller continued success through this season. But, folks, we're going to step away, hear from our sponsors, but our very special guest via telephone, none other than Tar Hill legend, Mr. Marcus Ginya, and Coach Goins and Coach Quick, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pete Chilka, North Carolina Tar Hill and NBA champion. You're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio 1240, The Box. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Hey, this is Chris Matola and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio 1240, the boss, the real talk in sports. All right, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. And via telephone, yes, we are back down to back a road. We have none other than Tar Heel legend, Mr. Marcus Ginyan. And, yes, that is right. Yes, he was on the national championship team. But before we get into that, we're going to thank our segment sponsor, and that's none other than Mr. Chris Montgomery of Alcova Mortgage. When it's time to get in the game, call Chris at 540-290-0558. Coach Quick, listen, I know you're a Tar Heel. Yes, sir. And you know what? You 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 get these Tar Heel guys on, man. And it's just now. Let me ask you this, Coach. Quick, if you were sitting on, what would be your jersey number if you was in Chapel Hill? Oh, without a doubt, it would probably be number forty-four. Forty-four. All right. All right. So, and and Marcus, what was your jersey number? Number one. Number one. Well, actually, that Coach Quick, I knew you knew that. I ain't, I don't even know how I asked Marcus that. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> all right. So with that, here's where I want to go. In, in, Marcus, it's all about your relationships. And when you get to Carolina and you and you signed as a sophomore, which is just absolutely incredible, uh, and signing as a sophomore, if you don't mind, take us through that. How would, did, did they come to your home? Did you go to Chapel Hill? If you don't mind, walk us through that that, that experience. Yeah, and so just to be, you know, 100% clear, you know, it was the summer after my sophomore year, so I guess technically in between sophomore and junior year, but um, that was still a time where they could not contact me, mm. right? And so it wasn't until after your junior year where they could start calling you, inviting you to official uh, visits, and so I, I had to reach out 
to the schools that I wanted to talk to, and I had to make my own arrangements to get um, to schools if I wanted to get on campus to, to talk to the coaching staff. Now, once I was physically on campus, then we could have any conversation that we wanted to about whether I was going to come to school there and you know, whether they're going to offer me a scholarship or, or, or whatever the case may be. But they were not allowed to call me. I had to call them. You know, so I got to, again, you know, I got to, I got to, to, to drive the ship. <laughs> say okay you know, i'm interested in this school we're going to reach out to them we're going to go visit them and so um you know there was just a handful of schools that, that i visited um in that summer and um you know carolina was actually the, the last school that i visited not not because they were the least interesting but just kind of worked out that way that um i, I ended with with a visit there and um i remember the phone call that i got on franklin street um, or stopping on Franklin Street, excuse me, um, at the gas station on the way out of Chapel Hill. Um, after meeting with the coaching staff, um, they had just offered me a scholarship. And, you know, my family and I just kind of looked at each other and said, hey, you know, that was the offer that we were waiting for. And so, um, you know, the, the next day or two, we, you know, got around to calling all the other coaches and told them, hey, listen, don't don't waste your time and energy, you know, kind of recruiting me moving forward. We, we think we're uh, ready to go ahead and make this decision. So, it was easy for me. Uh, I really was just kind of checking around the other schools just to, you know, just to be sure that Carolina was a spot for me, you know, and you know, that's what I, I grew up wanting to go to Carolina and wanting to be a Tar Heel. And, um, you know, when you, you, you're lucky enough to have the opportunity to go to some other great schools, you know, you want to just make sure that you know, you're making the right decision and, and not just going to Carolina because you, you've been a fan since you were eight years old, you know, really trying to make sure that that was the right fit. And, and it was. And so I'm um, just very grateful that, that everything was able to work out the way that I wanted it to. And again, you know, get that decision taken care of early and um, can really just, you know, get, kind of get my spot, um, you know, uh, at the school that I really wanted to, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of guys, um, you know, you start to wait too long and other guys take offers and things don't look you know, quite the way they wanted them to, um, you know, before they decided. And so I'm, I'm just glad to have gotten that decision out of the way early and, and, and ended up where I wanted to be. Well, you know, what, Coach Quick, he, and when he said he was on Franklin Street and, and they stopped at the gas and the phone rang, I'd have been like, all right, as soon as they'd offer me a scholarship right then, I'd have got back in the car and went back to the gym. And got me some jumpers yes, up. I'm like, I, I'm gonna sign this deal right now. I'm going. Matter of fact, matter of fact, can I go ahead and come on in early? Cause I'm ready to go. But no, I mean that's just I, I, I've, I was, I was never a great athlete. And as, I, as, as we continue to do the shows and the podcasts, and we, spent, you know, we spoke in the, you know, football and, you know, basketball players, and 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 I love hearing, I love hearing you guys' story. As you talk about, you know, you did it as a sophomore, guys making decisions, making those trips. But my mind just, I, you know, I, I can only imagine, you know, the, what that feels like uh, to be recruited and talking to college coaches and they come in ringing the doorbell and coming in and everybody's got their sales pitch. But you you eloquently said that to make sure that just because you were a fan at eight years old, make sure that it was the right thing for you. So I certainly appreciate you taking us there. Coach Quick, what you got? Yes, sir. Marcus, talk to us about what Roy Williams means to you and what he meant for your career. Wow, that's um, that's that's uh, um, that's tough to, to, to put into words. It really is. Um, and, and just to give you know the listeners a, a, a little bit of, gosh, a little a couple little stories that can kind of maybe help put this together. I mean, obviously, um, you know, you know that he was my coach, and um, you know, kind of what that means to have a Hall of Fame coach, um, you know, leading your team at, you know, you're an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid, 
Um, so, you're, you know, I, I, you're growing up, you're learning basketball, you're getting incredible life lessons, not only basketball lessons from, from a guy like Coach Williams and somebody who just operates with so much integrity and, and character. And um, there's just so many great lessons that we learned about being good young men and good men um, from Coach Williams um, that, that they go far beyond what, what we were ever taught as, as basketball players. Um, but, but still a guy that, that means a, an incredible um, amount to me, even to this day, somebody that I'm, I'm lucky enough to sit a couple seats down from at, 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 the, at the home games. And, you know, we always have some interesting conversations, you know, throughout the games and some interesting side eyes, um, you know, as, as we uh, cheer on our, 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 tar, our tar Heels. But also a guy that I was very lucky to spend some time with on the golf course last summer and, um, you know, a guy that, that, that I've had some very, you know, interesting discussions about, um, you know, about life. And, you know, he was very, you know, instrumental in, in, in helping me decide how I was going to transition out of well, where I was going to transition to um, outside of basketball when I was kind of going through a process of deciding, um, you know, which job offers I was going to take. Um, um, a guy that I've, I've talked to, you know, one on one about, you know, a, a few personal things, that, you know, that have come up in my life over the last couple of years. And so, so much more than just a coach, you know, a, a coach, a, a mentor, a, a friend, um, cast a role model. I mean, all, all the things, you know, all the above, you know, you kind of see uh, Coach Williams on, on TV and you think that this is a guy that's, you know, larger than life. And I agree that he is. And at the same time, somebody that's slowed down to earth um, that you can just pick up the phone and, and, and give him a call. You know, I'll, I'll tell one quick story about him. It's, it's interesting. Uh, we were playing golf last summer and, um, Coach Williams and I happened to be uh, watching a couple of other guys finish off their round at a uh, at a par three course down at Pinehurst called the Cradle, and we were watching Bobby Fraser and, and Tyler Hansborough tee off actually on, on on the last hole out there. And uh, Coach Williams and I made a bet that that Bobby Fraser wouldn't par the hole. He didn't think that he would. I thought that he would. Turns out that he did, and so I won. Twenty dollars off of Coach Williams, which was um, <laughs> an incredible moment in my life to to, to win twenty dollars off Coach Williams. First time I ever bet him in anything, and um, you know I, I ended up having to. Um, uh, I still owed him some money, right at the end because I over I, I, I didn't pay him enough. I didn't have cash, and so I don't know. I, uh, I overpaid somehow. I can't remember how this all worked out, but. Anyway, I just owed him $5, and, um, you know, he sent me a text a couple weeks later and said, you know what, Marcus, as long as you owe me money, I'll, I'll never be broke, you know. And so <laughs> this is a guy that, you know, again, larger than life, Hall of Fame coach, but, you know, still somebody that, you, you know, you're joking with you via text um, and, you know, betting on, on your buddy playing golf and just, a, I mean, just a great guy and just somebody that, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful to have, have in my life. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, who we have on, he's a Tar Heel and a member of the um, 2009 National Championship team. And as we close out the game plan segment um, with Marcus Ginyard, our game plan segment is brought to you by Chris Montgomery of Alcoba Mortgage. When it's time to get in the game, call Chris at 540-290-0558 and we'll be right back. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. 
Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Hey, this is Coach Mike Apple, head men's basketball coach and athletic director of St. Hills Community College, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports on ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back in with our very special guest via telephone. Yes, Tobacco Road. No, not Tobacco Road. Our very special guest is Mr. Marcus Ginyard from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. Yes, he did win a national championship. Yes, Coach Quick did reach back out and deliver once again. So here's what I, before we get into that, we want to thank our sponsor, and that is none other than the Havoc House. So anytime you are ready to make it, make a deal, go in, bust some computers, throw some axes, make sure you check them out. Make an appointment. Call them at 540-447-1362 and come in swinging. Coach Quick, I know you're ready, so I'm going to go ahead and kick it to you so you can shoot that tray. Yes, sir. Uh, Marcus, I got to ask you about this. Describe your relationship with Coach Steve Robinson and were you sad that he wasn't retained as part of the new coaching staff? Um, Coach Robinson and I have a great relationship. Um, you know, I saw him this past fall, maybe even. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time, you know, overseas after graduating. And so, um, you know, that's 11 years that I spent playing uh, overseas. So, didn't get a great um, opportunity to get back and see some games and um, was, was definitely sad um, to see that he, that he wasn't retained on staff. Um, but, you know, I, it's tough to, you know, tough to say more than that, right? You know, you're sad that, that he's got to go, but, um, you know, this is a uh, – one thing I did learn playing, you know, overseas is, you know, this is a business. Um, it, it doesn't last forever. Um, I'm, I'm happy that he, he landed in a spot, uh, you know, in another great organization and was able to find some success over there early and, um, you know, win the conference championship out there and – um, gosh, he just pushed us so hard when, when, when he coached us and somebody that really held us accountable and, and somebody that really made us better. Um, it was great to be around, got a great family, and um, just wish him nothing but the best. Um, great, great guy and was, was really excited to, to you know, to, to be a part of a, a coaching staff that, that had him, you know, on staff. He, he was a big part of, um, you know, the recruiting process and, again, just, just somebody that, that made us better players and, and it was fun to be around. You know, he was a little bit of the enforcer while we were there. You know, that's you know, kind of 
but I mean, when I say uh, holding us accountable, he, you know, he was the one, you know, putting us on the line for not boxing out and things like that. But, uh, but again, made us better players and, and made us better young men. And um, I'm certainly glad to, to have him on staff during my time. Yes, sir. I met Coach Rob once. Um, I, I was at the hospital in Chapel Hill for something, and he was coming through. And, you know, just a very pleasant guy. Got a chance to say hello and shake his hand. So his great guy. I was sad not to see him retained as well. But as you said, I was I was glad he was able to find some success and land with um, with the Wildcats of Arizona. And they're doing quite well. And um, he's definitely going to be able to get some kids to come to Arizona. So um, definitely congratulations coach robinson and um we wish you nothing but the best from the gq coaches show um coach g i'll kick it over to you so you say you saw him when you was in chapel hill coach robinson yes sir i, I was at the hospital up there one day and i got a chance to meet coach rob oh, i thought you might have tried to corner him and say hey man let me sh- let me show you my jump shot real quick and, and try to get <laughs> <laughs> and try to get you try to try to try to ink your deal while you were right there all right so marcus here's here's where i want to go coach quick slip me a note and on that note says, you were part of a freshman class that went 4-0 in this place they call CIS, and that's Cameron Indoor Stadium. Let's talk about that. If you don't, how, how many people can say they went in there four years in a row and walked out with four dubs? Talk, talk to us about playing in Cameron Indoor Stadium, if you don't mind. Um, well, I hate that I'm, I don't have the – I don't have the trivia answer to this, but if I'm not mistaken, I, I think it might have been one other class that, that did that. Okay. Um, or, or, yeah, I, I think there's a few other folks that, that are undefeated there. I don't know if it was 4-0, and but um, I know that there are some other Tar Heels out there that, that did not lose in that building. Um, but it was great. I mean, it's, it's just kind of, again, one of those things that's, that's hard to put into words and makes you super excited and 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 giddy just to think about and, you know, kind of replaying some of those moments. And um, I actually haven't watched – I don't think I've watched all of those games. I've definitely watched our freshman year game um, multiple times. And so, yeah, I can't say that I've watched all four of those games uh, since I've played them. But, um, but it's certainly really, really cool to – uh, to remember those moments and, and think about that time. Obviously, it's a, a huge, huge matchup for, for so many different people. And gosh, I mean, I got I got goosebumps last night at the women's game watching Carolina oh. Duke play. <laughs> um, you know, so it's um, it's really just a special, special game. And again, just super grateful to, to be able to be a part of that and to have a small hand in, in writing the history of that rivalry and, and, and our success in, in those games over those four years. And yeah, it's just an incredible experience, and I'm just so thankful, and you know, for those guys, um, you know, around around me that 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 um, you know really pulled a lot of the heavy weight, you know. But uh, but it was great. <laughs> All right, so so, so since we got this inside Carolina scoop, Coach Quick, I got to ask this question. So yes, so with the school so close to, I, I, I here's the thing. Would you guys get on the bus and chat? Would you be dressed or would you go in suits? How was it? Did y'all put your uniforms on and just jump on there and go in with your sweat since the schools are so close together? Or did you all treat it like a true road game? Well, um, I'll, I'll just say this, not to throw anybody under the bus by any means, but, you know, just as a general rule of thumb, as you can see now, college coaches don't wear suits. 
Um, you know, you start to get those those camera shots of players coming into the arena in sweatsuits and things like that. Like when we were in school, we traveled 100 percent of the time in suits. Wow. Uh, so when we flew to games, we were in suits. When we went out to dinner as a team, we were in suits on the road. Um, we came to the arena in suits. Um, even at home, the pregame meals that we had at, at home were, were in suits. Um, so Coach Williams always stressed to us that if we were going to be a first-class organization, that we were going to dress first class as well. So um, even for that game, um, you know, we, we wore suits. Um, treated that like every other game. Um, had, had our suit and ties on and walked in there and changed into our Superman outfits and went out. <laughs> How about that? Coach, excellent. Thank you so much for taking us there. All right, go ahead, Coach. Yes, uh, Marcus, i just like to say you were a big part of that Tar Heel program, a big part of those four wins at Cameron. Um, i just like to say this, run, run down your career a little bit. While at Carolina, you became known as a defensive specialist. Uh, during your career, you was defensive player of the game 20 times out of 107 games that he played. Started 55 of those 107 games. In 06, 07, and 08 seasons, you were voted Defensive Player of the Year by by your team. That's big time. So you, you were a defensive specialist, but also you scored 600 points in your career. So big time career at the University of North Carolina. You were part of the 2009 National Championship team. You, you were injured that year. Um, you played three games, had a stress fracture in your foot, but you were still a very big part of that championship team. And I'd just like for you to talk about what that meant for you and, and just, you know, some of how your defensive ability came about for the Tar Heels. Um, well, you know, I, obviously that, that, that season, gosh, means continues to mean the world to me. Just, again, just as a freshman, um, coming in uh, to Carolina with that, that group of guys and just kind of fighting every year to get a little bit closer to our ultimate goal and, um, you know, just, just getting over the hump and, and, and finally making that happen, and, and especially in the, in the fashion that we did it in. And, and that last year was pretty incredible. And uh, obviously that, that creates a, a memory and a legacy that, that's, um, you know, that, that's going to stand forever. And so, you know, it means so much to me that I've been a part of that team. Um, and again, not just what happened on the court, but, but the relationships that were formed and, and, and the fact that, you know, all, all the people that were a part of that program uh, during that time, uh, we, we still stay in touch and we're still together in, in one way or another, which is really, really special. And um, in terms of, you know, being a defensive stopper, I, I think that coming into North Carolina with the mindset, again, of, of what is the ultimate goal, right? And yes, I was a player that I don't even know how many points I scored in high school and doesn't matter, right? You're going to be with a whole bunch of other great players, right? And so your role may or may not look like it did when you were the best state as a, as a high schooler, right? Now you're coming with bigger and, and, and better competition. You're, you're coming with other players that are great, uh, you know, all of which were, you know, ranked higher than me and better than me or whatnot. And so, like, how do you come together with those guys and put your individual hopes and dreams and goals not to the side, but just on the shelf right under mm, this good. team is going to 
Smithsonian championship, right? Because our ultimate goal going in was how do we put another banner in the Smith Center? How do we win championships? How do we go to more Final Fours, right? We didn't come in there saying, how do I get ACC freshman of the year? How do I get ACC player of the week? Or, you know, our goals were team goals. And we knew that achieving those team goals, we're going to put all the right people in the right places to get the individual accolades as well. And so, you know, playing defense was something that, I don't know, they kept me on the court, right? They kept me on the court. Yes, I found success, and it was a way that I saw that I could contribute in a positive way to my team to help my team win, to help my team get to some of those goals. And so I, I just think it was a very simple equation. Um, I want to play. I do this well. I, this helps my team. Okay, call, call me the defensive soccer. Do whatever you want. I, I'm just trying to help my team win. Wow. Yes, sir, but you did everything. I mean, because you played positions one through four. If, 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 if Coach Williams needed you to play point guard, you laced it up and you did it. If Coach Williams needed you to go out there and guard the four-man, you laced them up and you did it. Everything that Coach, Coach Williams asked you to do, you did it, and you did it at a high level. And I think back to the 2017 that I felt like would have matched up outstandingly with, with the Florida Gators in the 2007 Final Four. You lost to Georgetown in the Elite Eight matchup. But, man, you guys were special. Coach Williams rolled out Ty Lawson, Marcus Ginyard, Wayne Ellington, Brandon Wright, and Tyler Hansborough as the starting lineup that year. I felt like you guys should have won it that year, 08 and 09. <laughs> How about that? That would have been, been special, man. And that was a heartbreak for that Georgetown game. I'll, I'll never forget that one. But, um, but yeah, either way, however it shook out, man, we, we had a great group. Um, proud of those guys and, and proud of what we were able to accomplish. And, and I, I really wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Wow. Yes, wow. sir. Absolutely. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you. I tell you what, he dropped some names right there and he dropped some dimes. So we hope our listening audience, especially our younger guys that, that are listening, really dialed into what Mr. Ginnett was saying there when he was like, he, he did what he needed to do for his team, and he did what he did well to allow himself to stay on the court. So we're going to step away here from our sponsors, but we are so excited to have on our very special guest, Tar Heel legend, national champion, Mr. Marcus Ginnett, and we'll be right this is Matt Doherty, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sport on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or 
go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. Hey, this is Coach Mike Apple, head men's basketball coach and athletic director of Sand Hills Community College, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports on ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. All right, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick and our very special guest via telephone, none other than Tar Heel legend, national champion, Mr. Marcus Gilliard. So listen, we're getting into our Real Talk segment, and everybody knows this is my favorite segment because this is where we get down and dirty and we put the full court press on. So just like Coach Quick said before we went to break, uh, he uh, Marcus was a defensive specialist. And here's where I want to go. I want to kind of fast forward this thing and get into this whole What's going on now? College basketball. How's the heels doing? So here's where I want to go, Coach Quick, uh, with this question for for Marcus. If you don't mind, let what is your, from a, from an NIL deal and the transfer portal? Give us your opinion uh, about that. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a complicated question. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. NIL. Um, I fundamentally like it. I think it's great that these kids are able to to, to earn money off of their hard work. Um, I think there's plenty of money to go around. Um, I do also think it's a little, it's complicated to be able to, um, it's complicated to do it the right way, to not make it, professional sports you know like yes sir right for a kid to be able to get a free meal which we weren't able to get or a kid to be able to make some money um you know signing autographs uh for a kid to be able to make some money because he's got a um he's got a marketing deal with a, a local regional or even a national brand i think that's great but when it starts to come down to hey come to my school because i'm going to give you five million dollars now, now it's you know now it's really muddy in the waters a little bit, um, and then you add that to transfer portal, which I personally think is one of the worst things for college athletics. Um, I understand, uh, if I'm not mistaken, this started you know in, in the COVID thing, which okay, I get it, but we're out of COVID now. That rule needs to go away. There needs to be a consequence for a kid <laughs> to right. make agreement with a program with a coach with a school say i'm coming here and for you to decommit or leave after one year you need to there needs to be a penalty for that you need to sit out a year or uh, something there needs to be some consequence this idea of i don't like it here i'm gonna just go somewhere else with with you know and nothing changes i think that's crazy you're setting these kids up to think that they're going to go throughout their whole life like that mm-hmm. and that, it ain't it it ain't it. that's sweet you know so um I, I think the transfer portal is really the worst thing. NIL, again, fundamentally, I love that they can make money. I just think that we got – I don't know how you make it different than it is. Um, I'm glad I don't have to make that decision. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's my kind of quick high level overview on those two things. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking that. Yeah, and, and I'm with you, uh, Mark. What what a hundred percent. I mean, you you roll up in there and you you get out and you got your sweat equity. You went out and you recruited a guy. A guy comes in and because he doesn't want to be a defensive specialist or he doesn't want to get in where he fits in, all of a sudden I want to take my toys and go get in another sandbox. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can transfer, but he don't need to work. He doesn't need to roll up in there and put that stuff on. Uh, the very next year he needs to sit out of year. I agree with you. And the same thing with the transfer report. Uh, excuse me, with the NIL. I, I get that. A uh, good friend, good friend of mine, uh, who is uh, was a he's a seven foot four guy, and he said, "Man, I couldn't have a job when I played uh, at UVA." And he said, "If if 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 there was an NIL back then, he said I, I might have made uh, five or six hundred million dollars." Uh, why he was at UVA, but it and 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 you hate it for guys going by. I mean, jerseys that have been sold, uh, which is a whole different show. But we certainly appreciate you uh, taking those uh, hot topic or those hot button questions. So with that, Coach Quick, what you got? Yes, sir. Marcus, I just want to talk about your playing career overseas for a bit in the 2018 Macedonian League Championship. Um, yeah, was was lucky to to stay healthy and and to you know ha- have a, a long. I mean, relatively long, certainly, um, career in, in Europe and, uh, you know, play 11 years and, and play for a lot of different teams and a lot of different countries. Um, so just kind of grateful for that experience, not only on the court, but just kind of what it taught me about life off the court and building relationships and friendships that, that will last forever, and, you know, all across the globe, which is, is really cool. It's just a unique opportunity to, to live in different places and uh, experience different cultures and different ways of life and, and gain a perspective that, that not many people are able to gain. And so um, just really grateful for that experience. And, and, and again, you know, just kind of lucky to find some success at, at, at a high level um, and, and win a European, um, you know, win a European title out there with, with, um, with my team in Macedonia. Um, you know, that, that was super special. Um, that was the first title that that team had won in, in, in roughly a decade and came close to winning a title in, in, in Poland a couple of times. Um, third place in Poland once and runner up once as well. And, um, yeah, just a, just a pretty cool experience to, to, to go through all of those things in, in, in different countries and, um, again, just experience life through another lens. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Outstanding career. Outstanding. Everywhere you've gone, you've won. Uh, that, you know, uh, high school level, collegiate level, and in the professional level, you've won. Um, just a great body of work. You're a great person. And, man, I just appreciate you being on the GQ Coaching Show today. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate you having me. It's been, but, been a pleasure talking to you guys. But, but you know, yes, it, it, here's where I want to go with this, Coach Quick. As it, it, It's in his DNA, man. You know what I mean? And you called it out. Yes, sir. When he's winning at all those levels, get to Chapel Hill and he does. It goes overseas and he does. That's just not – that just doesn't happen because he ain't putting the body work in. He's not – you know, he studied – and, and he studied and, and, and shown himself approved on the floor and doing all the great things. But here's where I want to go. Everybody that has everybody has a favorite gym to play in. So I got to ask Marcus, as relates to the A, I will just kind of refine it just to ACC. Out of the ACC schools, what, what besides Carolina, besides the Dean's Center, what was your favorite court to play on? Um, gosh, I hate that you, you took it there because I would have loved to tell you Kentucky. That gym is incredible. Um, <laughs> well, you can stay. That's fine. You can, you can stay. You can stay at Rupp Ramp if, if that's uh, where you want to go. That, that's good. I'll answer, I'll answer the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the ACC, um, gosh, 
you know, I don't know. It, it, we had a really, really, really tough time winning games in Blacksburg, Virginia. Mm. Um, that gym was uh, electric. It, it's electric and um, really kind of close tight on top of you. Um, obviously, people are going to talk about Cameron. Um, you know, even UVA was a little, you know, it's a little tough for us to win. They had great energy in there, too. But um, I just don't want to give Duke anything here. So I'm going <laughs> to uh, it was Blacksburg. How about that? How about that? Castle Coliseum. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Matter of fact, I was I went I was there this year when the Hills came to town and uh, didn't didn't fare too well. But uh, uh, but what we're gonna do? We're gonna step away. We're in the middle of our real talk segment. We're gonna be coming back, winding everything up. But we're so excited to have and spend some time tonight with Tar Heel legend, national champion, Mr. Marcus Guinea. And we'll be right back. Looking for something fun but different to do. Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. This is Bobby Collins, the head men's basketball coach at D. Shaw University. And you're listening to the GQ Coaching Show. The real talk in sports on ESPN 1240. The boss. Hey, this is Kenny Anderson, fifth men's basketball coach, and you're listening to GQ Coaches Show, The Real Talk in Sports on ESPN Radio 1240. The boss. All right, we're back in, and as we start wrapping up the Real Talk segment, our very special guest, Mr. Marcus Guinea, North Carolina Tar Heel for life and also a national champion uh, while he was in Chapel Hill. Coach Quick, I know you want to ask him about this year's team, so I'm going to kick it to you. Yes, sir. Marcus, let's talk about this year's um, this year's Tar Heels, and what are your thoughts and what are your expectations on the rest of the way? Um, well, my expectation is that these boys are going to start to play <laughs> better, more consistently. Uh, that's my expectation. Um, and outside of that, man, you know, there's so many things that can happen. Who knows? Um, you know, just staying healthy, you know, knock on wood. And, and gosh, again, you really, what you want is for these guys to, to get better every day and just to, you know, put out, um, you know, a better product every time they step on the court and just let everything else take care of itself. But um, just hoping that, that we'll get a little bit more consistent in our play. Um, we're obviously ultra talented, and so just just hoping that we can find some some better consistency. Yes, sir, absolutely. And um, hey, I I got to follow up with this question. Um, you are the vice president at the Medalist Capital in Raleigh, North Carolina. Tell us about that and what what you do there. Yeah, so um, just over a year ago, I started with a commercial real estate financial services uh, firm called Metalist Capital. We are um, based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, but I work in our Raleigh, um, North Carolina office. And, um, you know, kind of super high level commercial mortgage uh, brokers um, helping investors and, and developers and, and owners uh, finance their commercial 
real estate projects and um we also have a, a an armor by business that that helps search for for equity for those same types of projects and um also just about a year ago kind of started our investment sales and advisory arm which um you know in a nutshell just helps you know our clients buy and sell their commercial real estate assets so um commercial real estate finance and, and brokerage um kind of kind of fell into it a little bit but something i'm super excited about and, and really ready to to make this my second career and, and ready to be as successful if not more successful in, in this chapter than, you know as it was in the previous one absolutely coach goins i kick it over to you well listen here's where i want to go i just want to start by saying thank you thank you so much for your time thank you so much uh, for your knowledge, your wisdom that you were able to to bring to the show tonight, not just for us, but for our listening audience. And, and we challenge our listening audience uh, for anyone that has children uh, that aspires to play basketball at a high level, you know, please dial it, dial this in uh, because it's not every day that you have a, a dialogue uh, with a proven winner at all levels and not just on the court, off the court, uh, but to be a national champion, to play for, uh, probably one of the premier basketball programs ever uh, as we know the game of basketball, and that's for the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill. So I just want to say thank you so much for your time. We wish you a thousandfold blessings for everything that you put your heart and hand to do uh, as you move forward uh, in your career uh, in the, the financial world. So, Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Yes, sir. Marcus, hey, I just appreciate you coming on the show, accepting the invitation. Man, it was an honor and a privilege to be able to sit here and chop it up with you. It's, it was an honor and a privilege to watch you play and don that North Carolina Tar Heel jersey. You're a champion in life. You were a champion in basketball. So we just appreciate you, and we bid you Godspeed in everything that you have going on now. And uh, we, bid, we um, bid you all the success in the world. So thank you. Thank you. As I really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. It was, it was great chatting with you guys as well. I tell you what, Coach Quick, man, just what incredible, credible talent Marcus Ginyard is. I mean, he was he brought the he brought the heat once again, ladies and gentlemen. Coach Quick, you know what? We're gonna have Coach Quick like run for political office because he goes out here and he he constantly delivers uh, the goods. But when you're able to go out and talk to uh, a champion, think about it, he has won at every level in life, whether it was high school, college, and in when he was playing professional. Overseas, 11 years uh, playing overseas. And, again, just 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 a great body work. I enjoyed the stories when we were talking about uh, Coach Williams on the golf course in Pinehurst, uh, North Carolina. Uh, so we did kind of chop it up a little bit when we were on commercial break, uh, just letting him know that is our home. Uh, and he was like, oh, wow, of course, you know, and it makes a small world. And then we kind of, you know, who we know versus who he knows and really lines this thing up and, and kind of makes it special. Your thoughts on that, Coach? Hey, I completely agree with you, Coach G. Marcus was outstanding. Um, he was dropping dimes on the show. Just, just his body of work, as you said, he's won at every level, the high school level, national champion in college, and a European League champion for his Macedonian um, team in 2018. So just an outstanding guy. A nice, he, a really nice guy. He answered the bill when I when we reached out to him to be on the show, and no hesitation. He just he answered the bill, and I just appreciate him for that. And like like you said, man, he just dropped dropped dimes on tonight. 
for us here on the show. Yes, sir. And then, you know what? With the with the time we got remaining, here's where I want to go. Let, let's talk a little bit. And again, I know uh, football's going on. Playoffs is rocking and rolling. You know, some people that there's been upsets and people like, man, what's really going on? But you know what? Re- what really gets me in the world of sports coaching? I'm going to be honest with you, is just such quick triggers. Uh, on these organizations and, and want to fire coaches. And, and I understand somebody's got to take the blame, but, you know, you're paying guys millions of dollars. And somebody says, well, the offensive coordinator, okay. But if the offensive coordinator doesn't have all his weapons, what can he do? Right, right? exactly. If Tom Brady doesn't have Gronk, if Tom Brady doesn't have A.B., what can he do, right? So you go out there and you look around and you go back in the day. If Terry Bradshaw doesn't have Lynn Swan and John Stallworth, he doesn't have the late Franco Harris, what could he do? You know, if LeBron James couldn't kick it out to the wing, if Michael Jordan didn't have Scottie Pippen, if Michael Jordan didn't have Dennis Rodman, you know, and that's the thing is, you know, how quick people, I didn't need to, okay, you fired a guy, who you going to hire? Right. Who you going to hire? Who, who's the next guy to stand there and go, you know, because you, and I get it, and I guess I, I'm I'm this way just because I'm I'm a Steeler fan, and and in my lifetime, uh, there's been three coaches. I was since you know '69. I was three years old when Chuck Noll got the job, so you know, I guess I was looking for my pacifier. But what that, what being saying all of that to say, why do we just constantly want to blame these coaches instead of putting the ownership uh, where it needs to be? And it's, it's these guys that's in between the lines, uh, time in and time out. So listen. With the last few minutes that we've got left, what's on your mind, Coach? Well, you know, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying there, Coach G, because I, I did not understand the firing of Byron Leftwich um, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I didn't understand that at all. And and I tell you what, I, there's a there's an open slot in Washington. I'd like to see him become the OC for the commanders. And so, you know, I completely agree with you there that – Sometimes you got to put the onus on these players. You know, if you're not out there um, doing what you're supposed to do, staying on your assignments, staying on your blocks, making key plays in the game, man, it's not always on these coaches. We got the, the players got to take some onus as well. And so you're absolutely correct with that. And also, I'd just like to say there, there there's a legend at the uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish who's announced his retirement effective at the end of the season, and that's Mike Bray. I'd just like to say congratulations on an outstanding career. Mike Bray, you're a heck of a ball coach, and you're going to be missed. Uh, 23 years at the helm of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, and he's he's calling it a career at the end of the year. So kudos on an outstanding career, outstanding body of work. Congratulations, Coach Bray, on your retirement. Well, you know what? That's a great call. People don't realize Coach Bray, uh, was, he was in Durham. He used to coach with Coach K. Uh, years ago, uh, and then uh, slid on out to uh, uh, you know South Bend, and just a, you know tremendous, tremendous. When you're at an institution for twenty, think about that. We're just talking about firing coaches, and here we celebrating this guy that's been on the sideline for twenty three years. So again, hats off. Uh, one of my favorite teams he had uh, was when uh, they had Pat Connaughton, uh, yeah, and uh, oh man, that was a solid team. That was a dynamic team. So with that, congratulations, uh, Coach Mike Bray, on your retirement. All right, Coach Quick, man, I'm looking at the clock. I guess, I guess it's time, but we need to be getting ready to get up out of here. So you know what to do. For Coach Goins, our very special guest, Tar Heel legend and 2009 national champion, Mr. Marcus Ginyard. And for, for myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you 
in the locker room. You have been listening to the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches G and Q, the real talk in sports. On ESPN Radio, 1240 The Boss 